Hello, Googleization Nation, and welcome to Culture and the Future of Workplace Culture, a GGG Unleashed podcast with thought leaders, Human Works 8. I'm Ira Wolf. And I'm Jason Cochran. In each of Human Works 8's episodes, we will cover practical insights, tips, and executable activities to get you thinking about the future of culture development in your organization. Let's begin. Welcome, friends. My name is Sean Gallius, and I'm the Thought Catalyst with HumanWorks 8. And you're listening to Culture and the Future of Workplace Culture, part of the GGG Geeks, Geezers, Googleization Unleashed series. And remember, now that I'm unleashed, I plan to forge a new path. I hope you join me each and every month as we think about culture and culture and people, culture and strategy, culture and teamwork, culture and mattering. If you're a business founder, HR leader, or simply passionate about strong organizational culture, join me in wondering about what's ahead to build strong business cultures that spark engagement and then align people around shared values and purpose. I promise you'll leave every month with some new thoughts, some tangible tools to guide your cultural journey and aid in what I call bringing aliveness to your organization. Are you ready to bring work to life and life to work? I am, so let's go. Today, I wanna to talk about culture and strategy, culture and business success. In our thinking, we link those to our belief that everyone rises. Rising in an organization occurs both for the individual and the business itself through establishing and operationalizing a foundational way of working. The heart of that element in an organization is its strategy and planning process. It's a way of creating a vision for every person and team to align around actions and goals. This provides a direction to move the business toward its reason for being and also to reach its ultimate mark on the world or for its customers. Let me tell you, there are two common ways I see organizations do this. One is to meet once a year and create this 64 slide PowerPoint presentation that outlines the goals for next year. Some of these end up with a lot of words, really compressed on a lot of slides. And I can tell you the outcome, it's rarely used, referred to, or ever even looked at again. It was like an exercise people went through because they thought they had to do strategy and planning. What's the second common approach? Well, here it is. You hire a new consultant with a new approach annually or maybe every other year. Is this year, are we gonna call them battles and wars and next year we're gonna call them rocks and the next year we're gonna call them big hairy goals? As you can see, I just wanna say stop the madness. Let's simplify, let's just get down to what a business needs. Elevate from your point of view based on you know, your business drivers. I'm gonna simplify it. It comes down to two things, vision and action. Think about it, that's what strategy and planning is, vision and action. You clarify and align around the first, vision, and then build efficiency and accountability around the second, action. This is the start of what we call creating your organization's way. Have you thought about that? What is your organization's way? What is your method or manner of doing things? What is the path you lead every employee up or down? You may be asking, Sean, what are the elements of an organization's way? I believe there are four. I've mentioned two, the vision, the action, 
Here are two that I want you all to, to consider. The life. And what do I mean by life? It's the people. That is at the core of a strong organizational way. And the fourth is the system. Processes, your leadership model, everything from how you run a meeting to how you onboard a new employee. You have a way, I promise you. There is a way going on in your organization right now. But my challenge to you is, wouldn't it appear a little helter-skelter or would it appear intentional and disciplined? Is it simple, clear, consistent? Or would some in your organization call it confusing, complex, and maybe even a little varying from year to year, day to day, month to month? I like to question, so I'll also ask you this. Is it held together by strong bonds of trust and alignment amongst your leadership team? Or do you find it a mechanism for finger pointing and is not used at all for priorities? I call that strong or frail. Having one way of aligning leaders and every contributor to your organization's success is a must-have. What's it a must-have for? Incremental growth, incremental culture building. A way is a foundation, a standard that must be there. In working with leaders over many, many, many years, there have been three questions I get asked by company owners and executive leadership teams. The first is, how do we become more efficient and get momentum and action quicker? I know many of you have asked that to yourself. The second, how do we learn more from our successes as well as failures? And how do we leverage that knowledge for what's next? And I saved the number one question for number three. How do we hold people accountable? If there's one question I hear over and over, that's the question. So let's look at each of those individually and maybe share a couple thoughts or ideas around each one. How do you become more efficient and build momentum and action quicker? I believe having a schedule and time set aside for your business cadence at the start of every year. For example, you set the vision and annual goals for the new year in the fourth quarter of the preceding year. You revisit that on a quarterly or at least a six-month point, and you need to devote time. I believe you need at least a full day to plan and strategize, and this is critical for discussion and alignment. You use what you need based on the outcomes and challenges that have occurred in that period of time. Teams provide monthly updates during that time on what's on or off track. It causes leaders to take action and leave a meeting with their realigned direction and priorities that could then be immediately acted upon. Do you know 48% of business leaders spend less than one day a month discussing strategy? I'm amazed by that. That's eight hours a month. When this is the key alignment and line of sight that needs to be created for everybody in an organization. Bottom line, set your practice, build your discipline. The second question, how do you learn more from both successes and failures and then leverage that knowledge for what's next? By building into your practice time to transform and innovate from what has occurred every 90 days. Capture the outcomes because that's usually what's lacking. You don't remember what's happened. You don't capture the outcomes. And then you don't as well capture the learnings from every major initiative. Don't let them reside only in what you remember later. 
You won't remember it. You won't be able to use it. It won't be tangible. It has to be captured and documented. Bottom line, don't fix it and forget it. Use the learning, carry it forward and apply it. And finally, that number one question, how do you hold people accountable? Well, I have a belief around that, a really strong belief because I've seen it actioned and in person. And that is people hold themselves accountable if they commit to an aligned vision and what actions they will take on a regular basis. Commitment is what leads to focused action. Commitment comes from allowing your leadership team, those responsible to build their plans and their ways of accomplishing the outcomes that meet that vision for the year. They also have to commit to presenting their action plans, but not just in everybody's different way, have it be in a same format for clarity and quick understanding cross-functionally, because that's where the alignment occurs. And that's where we find out where challenges and support is needed cross-functionally. Everything is out in the open. My bottom line here, accountability and priorities become a mindset then versus a mind game. What does it take to reach that point? Open discussion, debate, challenge. That's what should be happening quarterly in any successful company. Building a culture that values and supports this time of interaction in a safe environment is what it's about. If you start down this path, you will end up with a clear line of sight for everyone in the organization, focused on the work they are doing and how it connects to the overall vision of the company. If people can see that, they are with you. And one final element we find that helps get those better results, have the company's leadership focus on the business, not trying to facilitate the process. I want leadership, their heads in the game. Get an outside objective facilitator, either in your organization or outside your organization to guide the conversation and capture the outcomes. If you're in a strategy and planning meeting, you should be doing strategy and planning thinking. You should not be doing facilitation or administrative thinking. I want leaders' heads on company growth, on company alignment. Not worried about taking notes or worried if they spent too much time on an issue. Do you know that 48% of all organizations fail to meet at least half their strategic goals? Come on. How can, I, how can that be? I stepped percentage and I said, let's change that. Let's be more agile. Let's be more executable. And here's the challenge I like to give organizations. Send me your latest, greatest strategy and planning document and let me, the team, put it in our way framework. And then watch the reaction when we talk them through their results. This happened recently with a client who had an 84-slide PowerPoint deck. Let me tell you, it was intimidating, let alone thinking about strategy and planning. I was just thinking, how am I going to get through it? But let me tell you also, it was pretty easy to spot what was captured well, but in the wrong format without any clarity, and then what was missing or lost in the information to create that rallying cry around priorities and what's important for business success. The ultimate goal for a living and changing strategy and planning practice, clarity, commitment, alignment, thinking about the vision, the action, the life, and the system. Find your way. Are you up for the challenge?
I am. Let's look at and talk about your strategic plan. Reach out to continue the conversation. You can find me on LinkedIn or at sean at humanworks8.com. Also check out humanworks8.com for other real life examples. I look forward to every month focusing on a new culture and topic. And if I got you wondering about strategy and planning and rising in your culture, then I encourage you to keep the conversation going on LinkedIn through my Wondering Wednesdays post and dialogue or in a direct outreach. Let's have lunch and talk strategy and planning. See you next month on Culture and the future of workplace culture. That's it for today's episode. Thank you for tuning in and learning about the future of workplace cultures. We'll be back next month with HumanWorks 8 for another episode. But until then, please visit their website for additional resources at humanworks8.com. Until next time, don't let the shift hit your plans.